Okay, welcome. David Levin here. Raise your inner game today. Mental Game Monday post for Monday, May 31st. All right, what was pulling me down this week and what was lifting me up? Okay, so the one night this last week, I had uh, just a really bad night's sleep. And I woke up the next day. And by the way, sleep bad night's sleep all by itself is enough to constitute an extremely high-gravity situation. But on top of that, and part of the reason I had the bad night's sleep was because my allergies, it was just a high allergy day. So I woke up and uh, Margaret and I have this saying when we're really just dragging, painfully dragging, is that we weigh 500 pounds. And that's what it was. I had uh, planned for another day of no Coke Zero, but when I wake up feeling that kind of tired, it's like, oh, no chance. Uh-uh. Can't, can't even, don't even think about it. <laughs> so I had the Coke, of course. Uh, could hardly keep my eyes open in the morning. Just this incredible heavy load. So there's an example. You're in a high-gravity situation. You can react a few different ways, right? But if you want to get stuff done and you want to be someone you feel good about, you need to up your game elsewhere and use your lifts and just do little things to try and bring yourself back as best you can. Here's another one from this last week. Uh, our daughter came down with a fever. And it was a pretty high one. It was like 104. And I am a big worrier to start with, like extreme worrier. <laughs> it's just so fortunate for me in this area that uh, Margaret's a doctor because I would drive myself crazy if I didn't have a really good trusted you know, expert to say everything's fine or whatever. But anyway, so you know, all the worry comes up, these images of worse things happening, right? It's just about as bad as you can imagine. And that's just weighing on me all the time in the background. Ugh. Here's another interesting one. So uh, my son and I went to the store this last week, and there was a guy in there who I'm guessing was having some sort of a mental episode, um, sort of a manic uh, episode, but he was really aggressive and combative and just like yelling in all kinds of ways, he was swearing. It was this was not a big store. You could hear everything he said throughout the entire store. He was accosting people. It was really uncomfortable, just incredibly uncomfortable. Everybody in the store, you could just tell as you're walking by him, everybody was just on edge and uh, feeling sort of oppressed and hunkering down. It was oh, just so uncomfortable in so many ways. Uh, just a weird, uh, weird event, weird uh, experience. But the interesting thing to me was, you know, Peter, he's he's 16 now. We were talking about it afterwards, and he was just like, geez, that just like soured my whole day. I totally get what he was saying because um, it was having a similar effect on me. But what a great example of a couple of things. Uh, one is, again, the high gravity trigger, something like that. All of a sudden it's on you, and you're not present anymore. You're off. You're thinking about this thing. You're thinking about how you should have reacted. You're hearing what he said again. You're thinking about all the other people. You're just totally in your head and in your emotions. And by definition, those are the opposite of being present. So that's one interesting thing. But another interesting one, and I love this, every time you get an opportunity to observe this again. So we the, the, the scene is over. We're, we're out of the store. We're home. We're walking in to our house. We're, you know, a mile removed and, you know, many minutes removed 
And Peter is still saying, and again, I totally understand it, that's just really kind of ruined my whole day. But what's really happening? What's really ruining his day in that moment? It's not a present experience anymore. It's a past experience. It's, it's a memory of an experience, right? So what is actually ruining his day? It is his mind bringing it up again. In the moment before, he was thinking about something else, thinking about his day, thinking about whatever else is on his mind. And then all of a sudden, in that moment, that instant, his brain goes, oh, but remember that thing just happened, that weird thing? And all of a sudden, he's off on that track. So it's easy in those moments to, you observe your day being ruined by this thing again, and you, you put the burden for that, you put the blame for that on the event that happened, on the guy, on the situation, whatever it was. But that is not accurate. The actual place to place the blame for you not being present right now, for you being burdened and stressed out and upset is on your own mind for bringing that thing up. Again, you think about it, there would be no problem. You would have no problem right now if your mind hadn't reminded you of that thing. So that is your actual adversary in staying present with these kinds of things. And, oh, it's just so powerful to see that. It's so helpful to see that. Okay, so enough of the negative things. Let's go over to the positive things. I've had a great run of reading books I've enjoyed lately. I do, I read a lot of books, usually kind of thrillers, but I've had a really great run of ones that were super fun. I don't know if I mentioned this last one, the one with the guy who wrote The Martian. Was it called Hail Mary? You know, it was a thriller, but it wasn't like nobody was getting killed or stalked or blown up. <laughs> that was refreshing. But I'm reading a series right now. The character is called IQ. And in a very loose kind of high-end way, it's like Sherlock Holmes, but in the hood. And uh, it's just, they're funny, and I can't put them down. I'm having a great time. I think there are like six books in the series, and I am on book number four right now. Just back-to-back, -back, can't get enough of them. That's super fun. Another one, this one's not going to be for everybody, but uh, <laughs> we watched the movie Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. And that movie just lit me up. It's so strange and silly and just one of the freakiest things. Um, but I just loved it. We watched it twice, like in two days. I liked it both times, more the second time. I got the, uh, I found the script, the screenplay online. I've been reading through that. My family thinks I'm pretty nuts at this point, but it was just super fun. It just made me happy. <laughs> and uh, And then another one was just, uh, you know, schools getting back to normal. Um, our daughter's school ended this week, but they had this outdoor concert at the end of the school year, the fifth and sixth grade orchestra. <laughs> um, you know, it wasn't about the music necessarily, but being together again, being outside, it's a beautiful day. The weather, just, just literally being in a public place with other people that I haven't seen for a really long time was just such a lovely, uplifting thing. And um, then there's the extra layers of just the fact that it is coming back to normal and how great that's going to be. And just lovely. Just being outside and walking home and having that experience. Nothing like that to lift yourself up. 
So that's a nice one too. And then I'll throw one last one in here yesterday. This is sort of a mix. Um, one of my favorite things is uh, like house projects. If you've got to like, you know, figure something out and solve something. We got these steps on our little uh, shed out back that were just completely out of whack. I guess the ground had heaved over time or something and they were they were out of whack so much that we tried to put a, a screen door on this building and we couldn't do it because the steps were up and they were blocking the way. You couldn't even get it out. So I just got it in my mind. I'm going to redo these steps. They're made of wood. It's not like it was concrete or something. It was something I could do. And uh, on the one hand, it was a lot of gravity because it just about killed me. Those kind of projects now at my age <laughs> just knock me out. I mean, I'm just so fatigued. But I was able to figure it out and get it done. And the steps look great now. And that makes me very, very happy. And that's a good thing to do, to um, look at things in your lives, things you know. We call them level four triggers. Look for those kind of things and just intentionally seek them out and put them in your life. You can you can make your life happier by choosing to do things that make you happy. It sounds kind of obvious, <laughs> and it is kind of obvious, but uh, it's lovely. So that's my week, folks. I hope you had a good one. I hope you have another good one to come. Getting into summertime now, and it's feeling like it, and it's just lovely. So that's what I know. I will talk to you next week.